brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hi, I'm Snigdha Sharma and you're listening to Three Things, the Indian Express news show. In this episode, we talk about the farmers' protest. On Friday, the Prime Minister made an announcement that took many by surprise. I am asking for the country today. I want to say that from the truth and the truth of our hearts, that maybe there will be no difference in our hearts, दिए के प्रकाश जैसा सत्य कुछ किसान भाइयों को हम समझा नहीं पाए आज गुरु नानक देव जी का पवित्र प्रकाश पर्व है ये समय किसी को भी दोष देने का नहीं है आज मैं आपको पूरे देश को ये बताने आया हूं कि हमने तीन कृषि कानूनों को वापस लेने का रिपील करने का निर्णय लिया है द थ्री कंटेंशियस फार्म लॉज दैट हैव बीन एट द सेंटर ऑफ द इयर लॉन्ग फार्मर्स प्रोटेस्ट द वंस दैट द गवर्नमेंट फॉर द लॉन्गेस्ट टाइम इंसिस्टेड व गुड फॉर द कंट्रीज एग्रीकल्चरल सेक्टर व फाइनली रिपील्ड While no official reason has been cited, the decision comes just ahead of the winter session of the Parliament that is scheduled to commence on the 29th of November. Also, it is important to note that the Prime Minister has made this announcement before the crucial Assembly elections in five states: Uttar Pradesh, Punjab, Uttarakhand, Himachal Pradesh, and Goa. And the BJP's performance in the civic polls in Punjab earlier this year and in the Assembly by-elections in Haryana were dismal. But now, after being forced to take back these laws that it loudly, vehemently, and repeatedly proclaimed as historic, the government will have to walk the path of reform very carefully. So, in this episode, we take a look back at the year-long farmers' protest by talking to two Indian Express reporters, Rakhi Jagga and Amal Bhatnagar, who have been covering the movement ever since it began. So Rakhi you spoke to many protesting farmers at different sites uh you know after the prime minister's announcement uh, was televised oh, what was the mood like what did they tell you there are total 108 pakka dharnas because they are going on in punjab since october 1 2020 at 108 sites so the mood is very upbeat at all these 108 sites i could see them smiling after a long time on gurpur of the day when the prime minister announced that the laws will be repealed in the parliament there were so much of dance and laddus were distributed bhangra was done by even the elderly in the 80s or in the 90s So the 
Prime Minister said that the process of repealing the laws, which are currently stayed by the Supreme Court, will take place in the upcoming winter session of the Parliament. So, how do these laws actually get repealed? What is the process? Amil tells us. Now, basically, on the end of the government to reintroduce the repealing of the bill, it'll have to gain certain majority as per the provisions of the constitution. It'll have to pass in Lok Sabha, Rat Sabha, and as the process happened for passing those bills in the same manner, uh, the repeal will also take place. And it's now it's incumbent upon the legislators to see through that it is indeed repealed. The process of which obviously will have to be observed and seen in the parliament in the coming days. Now, laws can be repealed in two ways. One is what Amil just told us through a legislation, and in case this method is used, all three farm laws can be repealed through a single legislation. The other way this can be done is through an ordinance, and if an ordinance is used, it would need to be replaced by a law passed by the parliament within six months. And if the ordinance lapses because it is not approved by the parliament, the repealed law can be revived. And now coming to the Samyukt Kisan Morcha, that is the umbrella body of farmer unions that is leading this movement. How have they responded to the move? In a press conference held at the Singhu border on Sunday, the Samyukt Kisan Morcha said that the protest events will take place as per schedule for the time being. It further added that a meeting will be held on the 27th of November to decide on the future course of action. Farmer unions have said that they will also write an open letter to the Prime Minister Narendra Modi, highlighting their remaining demands. Rakhi tells us more about them. The Sanyukt Kisan Morcha, under which all the farmer unions are protesting now, they have welcomed Prime Minister's announcement and they have thanked the Prime Minister as well. But they said that uh, all the protest sites will be cleared once where all the demands are met, or the prime minister or the union cabinet clarifies on the rest of the demands. One major demand is MSP for the crops, for which the prime minister had uh, said that a committee will be formed, and they need to know what will be that committee doing and how will it work and how will it implement MSP. At the same time, over the year, a number of farmers have been booked under so many police cases. A major episode happened on Republic Day. Although 172 farmers arrested at that time and all are out on bail, but the cases are still going on. A number of FIRs have also been lodged in Haryana, UP, or in many other states as well. And even in Punjab, there are police cases on 86 farmers in Punjab as well. So they want uh, all the FIRs cancelled, and there is an electricity amendment bill which is also. to be produced in the parliament they want that bill also to be cancelled and they have apprehensions that uh, in punjab there is free power for uh, the farmers they have apprehensions and after that the subsidies on power and all will go and there is a pollution control act still an ordinance and in that ordinance they have included the farmers as well i mean as they burn the stubble and it causes pollution so it's mentioned there that for burning stubble farmers can be penalized and the fines can go up to 1 crore as well and and they can even be jailed so they want that uh, part to be taken out farmers should not be included in that and one major demand is they want that uh, ajay mishra the union minister should be dismissed he should be removed from the cabinet this is a major uh, demand and they said when everything is settled then they will uh, chalk out a plan to clean the protest sites and uh, a place should be given to them for making a, a memorial kind of a thing they said because this dharna continued for one year and it's the longest movement post independence so they have demanded a space also near singhu and tikri 
where they can build up a memorial for all those farmers who lost their lives during this dharna talking about protest sites one of the most significant protest sites during the entire movement has been at the one at gazipur on the delhi uttar pradesh border the bharatiya kisan union which is a part of the samyukt kisan morcha has a large support base in uttar pradesh especially the western part of the state apart from haryana punjab and rajasthan and people from all over have joined the ongoing protest at gazipur amel tells us about its importance in the entire farmers protest movement in january earlier this year there was an announcement from the local forces in gaziabad that the site at gazipur is going to be vacated hours after that announcement there was an emotional appeal by rakesh taker in which he said that he will rather die but not move from this spot and that the agitation will continue following that appeal thousands of people from west up other places poured into gazipur and it became sort of a reckoning point for the movement till that period there was a certain speculation that uh, the farmer movement is sort of diluted there are less crowds coming in but after that it was revived in a certain sense and rakesh taker became the face of the entire movement later on over the coming months we would see rakesh taker playing a more central figure as a more visible leader figure of the farmer movement for example a huge kisan mahapanchayat was held earlier this year in muzaffarnagar where thousands and thousands of people turned up and they ensured that they will not only continue the agitation they would want this agitation to reflect itself in the coming assembly elections with this announcement of repealing what has essentially happened is and especially in the context of gazipur and the up farmers is because now the up elections are at hand they are going to take place in the coming months now the farmers are looking at it as a moral victory as well that this protest eventually led the government to concede and climb down on their decision and now what is the immediate impact of it is going to be seen in the elections whether this will translate into an electoral outcome as well because the farmers have been claiming that they are canvassing people to vote against bjp their plan is to make sure that whenever there are bjp leaders the farmers would convince people to not vote for bjp so now with this aspect with this moral victory of the three farm laws being repealed how it's going to pan out in the electoral politics is going to be something seen and which the farmers also believe will happen now that this has taken place it is a positive sign that the movement is successful and it will also gain success in the way they want in the upcoming elections in up it has been farmer leader and bharatiya kisan union national spokesperson rakesh tiket who has been leading the charge at the gazipur protest site It was after his teary-eyed interview to the media in January this year that thousands of protesters gathered at Gazipur yet again in spite of the ultimatum by local authorities to clear the site. Amil tells us more about his role as one of the leaders of the farmers movement. Rakesh Tiket has been heading the BKU organization in UP for a very long time. His father Mahesh Singh Tiket was one of the most important farmer leaders he has held several farmer movements in fact one of the most popular boat club protests in the 90s saw participation from lakhs of farmers and uh, therefore rakesh tiket has had this image of being a farmer leader which was further cemented in the protest prior to that his activities and his role was limited to a certain region in west up but obviously as the participation began in the protest at singhu border rakesh tiket was obviously seen a lot more in a rather more important capacity in context of the farmer movement while bku being part of the sanyuk kisan morcha the umbrella organization during the protests was important it was after that event in gazipur that rakesh tiket became a central figure prior to that the republic day violence had taken place 
So there was a general perception that the movement is sort of losing steam and there is lack of credibility within the different leaders and the different organizations working for the protest, which after that Gazipur incident now became clear that Rakesh Tikhet has emerged as a leader. So while there are other organizations also working at the front, Tikhet has now become like a face of the movement. And which has been seen throughout, and even in my interactions and my experience, whenever Rakesh Tikhet would address, even in Gazipur or at any other place, there would be huge crowds. Rakesh Tikhet became a name unto himself, and it itself would draw lots of crowds and lots of support from farmers, which was eventually seen in that Kisan Mahapanchayat that people had just come to see Tikhet because they saw a reflection of Mahensing Tikhet in him, and they eventually saw that he is going to lead this entire thing to its conclusion, which is the repealing. And now that the repealing has happened, obviously people are saying that had that Gazipur incident not happened, had Rakesh Tikhet not led the way he has, it would have been a different outcome. But so yes, Rakesh Tikhet has been a very, very central figure in the protest. And he has unanimously claimed that the protests will continue, that they will not move away from the protest sites till the time there is an actual repealing, till the time it's actually in writing and in stone that it has happened. And the fact that there are other certain demands that the farmers have, till those demands are also not met, they will not move. So yes, Rakesh Tikhet in the foreseeable future will continue to play an important role in this. And also the BKU cadre, the supporters of Bharat Kisan Union, how, in what way they will vote and in what way they will convince other people to vote in the upcoming elections, specifically West UP, is also going to be an important factor. And in that sense, Rakesh Tikhet also becomes important. Apart from being one of the largest people's movement, not just in the country but in the entire world, what has really made the farmers' movement stand out is because it saw the participation of people of all ages, castes and religions and genders, all united by a common goal, to roll back the new agricultural laws. According to Oxfam India, 85% of rural women work in agriculture but only around 13% own any land. Women are not seen as farmers and their labour is immense but invisible. The farmers' movement partly changed that. So women, long used to having their contributions to farming overlooked as a part of their household duties, played an integral role in spearheading this movement. Rakhi tells us more about their contribution. Yeah, the women farmers are the one who have really come up in a big way through this agitation. Perhaps they themselves were not uh, aware that they have so much of leadership qualities. Although there are few women, like uh, I mentioned in my reports about Harinder Kaur Bindu, she was already working for one union, BKU Grahan, from the past 16 years. So she was not a new face. Another is Jaspir Kaur Nath. She is also an activist from the past many decades. But otherwise, there were many new faces uh, who emerged as leaders like Malan Kaur from Bathinda and another is uh, Surjeet Kaur. She's 70 years old. She's from Mansa. And they were the ones who were in their 60s or 70s. They used to go in the dharnas and uh, maximum duties they used to fulfill was in Langar or maybe just to lead a group of 10 women or so from the village, go and come back. But now they are going at the stage on a regular basis. They are managing the stage and they lived at the borders from for two to three months at one go as well. A number of women uh, who had never been to stage, now they are very good orators. And they managed the houses. They used to wind up their work at home and then they used to go at the 
pakka dharnas which are in punjab while they were in punjab and when they used to go at singhu or tikri even there as well they used to fulfill many duties and they used to lead from the front so earlier the kisan unions they had uh, only one units the men's unit now bku grahan bku dakonda a number of farmer unions they have separate women wings most of the villages of punjab now they have men and women wings separate for the farmer unions so this can indicate that how much the women have participated in this movement before we end the show we asked rakhi and amil both of whom have closely watched and recorded different aspects of the farmers movement what it was like for them as journalists to witness a prolonged mass movement like this one here's what they told us it has been truly surreal for me as a journalist uh, i was there at singhu border on 27 november on 26 november the farmers had started arriving in small numbers and 27 november the very first groups of farmers came at the border there was a face off between the delhi police and the farmers they were met with tear gas shells there was violence there was dakhi charge i was also caught in the middle of the violence while covering the first entry of the farmers and honestly i have seen the protests achieve a scale that i also did not imagine or i did not foresee because i have covered singhu at a stretch for 3 months and i've been visiting on and off uh, i know people there i have spent a lot of time there i've spent nights there as well trying to understand what goes on for 24 hours at the protest site and the scale to which it became like when i saw singhu border it was few hundreds of farmers the stage was merely a tractor trolley and uh, someone held a large microphone and a speaker and then they would deliver speeches on that and right now there is a huge stage at the protest site there are committees being formed that manage sound there is this entire committee that looks at donations there they have their own security cameras there is an entire paraphernalia that set up and i'll be very honest it is like a city singhu has developed as a city of protesters because the people used to stay in tents in the earlier days and now there are tractor trolleys as equipped as a small house would be and to see a people's movement not lose steam to an extent and in fact a year later see it through that like the fact that it was repealed for them it was a victory even though they are cautious of it but this is what it led to so covering a movement which is considered to be the biggest farmer movement since the country's independence i think it's a huge experience and uh, there is a lot to gain from it there's a lot to learn from it as well while reporting stories there's so much to cover I have been at many of the protest sites and have visited a number of villages as well almost every village in the past one year and the major thing which i saw in them was majority of the farmers they are illiterate or they are not even classed or they are under matric but i saw a lot of discipline in them and the dharnas were so well planned and every house was contributing like i visited one village duggan in sangrur yesterday itself where i found that there are around 2000 houses that was the epicenter from where uh, they started from june 7 2020 onwards and they are still uh, having the same spirit and that village told that they have spent so far more than 20 lakh on the agitation just one village so there are around 2000 houses and uh, around one house has been, uh, contributed uh, nearly 6000 rupees from time to time they are very generous to donate this is a very unique thing in punjab that people don't shy in donating they kept on donating ration there was one pooling thing and the ration used to be pooled in the gurdwaras stores and whenever it is needed so that pooled ration was used 
and the every village in punjab has nazul land nazul land means that the land when the villagers die and there is nobody to take care of the land and that land has not even been donated to anybody so that land comes in the pool of nazul land and from that income villages normally do some development works so a number of villages use the income out of that uh, nazul land for vegetation like the sangrur village people they told they used it so although they were not even matric or number of them were illiterates but they worked as if they were thorough mbas or so this is what i observed them and uh, everyone used to be given a particular task that your task is to maintain uh, discipline so that person will do that you have to do the longer uh, duty so that person will concentrate on that and everyone used to wait for the directions from their union or from the sayukh kisan morcha and whatever direction comes they will follow that without ifs and buts so that's how it continued discipline was the major thing which i saw i couldn't see any rowdiness i mean there were all those sporadic incidents but overall it was really well planned everywhere you were listening to three things by the indian express Today's show was written and produced by me Snigdha Sharma and was edited and mixed by Suresh Pawar. You can follow us and leave us feedback on Facebook or Twitter at Express Podcasts or send us an email at podcasts@indianexpress.com. At and if you like the show, please do subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts from so more people can find us. You can also look for us in the audio section in the top right corner of our website indianexpress.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just 2 months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at robinhood.com/boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for 1 year from first match. Must keep IRA for 5 years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.